Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Update on the cricket. Uh, There's going to be another pitch inspection at 310 with an aim to start at 3.30. So we'll bring you up to date with the, any developments uh, that come out of Christchurch. So it sounds like it's good that the rain has stopped. Someone whose parade refuses to be rained on is Zoe Hobson. What an amazing last 10 days it has been for our Kiwi sprinter. And in fact, our track athletes in general. And the man who lurks in the shadows and gets it done and uh, strategizes for all these wonderful sprinters is James Mortimer, or Morty as they like to call him. James, welcome in. Hey, how are we? Gosh, Fun time for you at the moment. Stressful, I'm still sure, but, geez, we're seeing some amazing results from our sprinters. Oh, yeah, it's been fantastic, um, you know, across the board too. Um, it's Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a whirlwind sort of uh, couple couple days and, and, and the weekends from Nationals, so it's it's uh, it's hard to come down after um, such amazing, amazing performances. How many of these sprinters are in your stable, James? Um, I have, I coach about 15 in total, um, and range sort of all, all sort of levels as well. A couple in the secondary school division and, um, all the way through to obviously the seniors. So how different are their programs? Because with 15, I'd imagine different body types, shapes, sizes, ages, it must be a logistical nightmare for you to make sure you're getting the right thing for each athlete individually. Yeah, it can be. Um, yeah, you're really trying to personalise um, each program and, and make sure that it's it's directed to the athlete that's in front of you. Um, obviously, there's certain parts that they can they can join in together and, and really push each other, but then you've also got to make sure that they, they're getting the right thing. I know I was surprised, and uh, speaking to Zoe uh, last week, she was surprised that her first two um, meets have gone so well, fresh out of injury. D- did they surprise you? Uh, yes, in the way that how quickly they came. I, I know that she was definitely um, capable of these these times and these sort of performances. But, um, you know, we sort of planned to get this done in probably about six months' time leading into the World Champs. But it's exciting to, you know, see her being able to knock these times off. And um, it seems like we're now running out of goals <laughs> to... to competitions in so we might have to sort of sit down and reset and um and make sure that we we're back on track for some some bigger goals now in all athletics in fact in all sport there are peaks and troughs and and when it's such an important a component of your performance is when you're just by yourself and the physiological ebbs and flows and particularly women's bodies as well uh, react differently to men's bodies is there a danger of like the rate of improvement from Zoe in the last eighteen or so months is is quite incredible in the sprinting scene. That if that rate of improvement doesn't continue, could that be a, a semi-negative knock-on? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously with a couple of the injuries that we had leading into the summer as well. I mean, it's 
we're obviously really trying to to push her as much as we can and and sometimes you you do have to break the athlete to see where that boundary is obviously you never like to hopefully you can read it um a little bit before that happens but um i guess what the the injury she had was was pretty minor just sort of where it was took so long um and we had to be super cautious but obviously we we got the right people involved and and she was able to bounce out of that pretty quickly and and still hold on to some good form um but yeah, I know once you get you sort of get to these levels as well, it is literally about finding the one percenters um, and, and staying healthy and and making sure that you know it's maybe the, the outside factors are improved as well to to find these little gains um, because yeah, it is it is definitely a game of millimeters as sprinting, so you have to try and um, prepare for that as much as possible. And what do you do to keep developing and improving yourself as coach? Do you do you have mentors yourself? Um, I know that all black coaches in the past, they've gone to ballet to try and learn how to lift. They've gone to NFL to learn how to scrum. How do you keep make sure the knives in your drawer are still sharp? Yeah, I, I have a couple mentors that I sort of regularly chat to. Um, I chat to my ex-coach, Matt Dallin, uh, Dello once a week, you know, we sort of sit down and, um, you know, he challenges me because um, he knows me personally too, but I also chat to some of the, the best coaches in the world around specific things. And, um, you know, the, the great guys know so much that, you know, they're, they're willing to share everything because, I mean, they just know more than you anyway. So um, it's, it's yeah, the, the sprint world can be super helpful, but there's also some coaches out there that are very secretive, but um yeah, and, and talking to other sports um, definitely helps. Um, you know, I'm even trying to tee up at the moment, trying to talk to Gordon Walker and, and um, you know, see what he does with Lisa Carrington and, um, you know, and feed off him as much as possible because um, he's obviously been there and um, and knows the, the ins and outs. In, in your eyes, and you've worked with her for a long time, what makes Zoe Hobbs special for you to work with? Oh, she's just a true professional. Um, you know, she wants to tick every box. She'll do everything she can to make sure that she's prepared um, to train and to travel and to, I mean, being a nutritionist, she's got all that food stuff down. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she's just the way that she presents herself um, at trainings and, and even, you know, in the media and, and meets and things like that. Um, sometimes she just does it um just naturally you know she's just she doesn't have a big head or anything like that well these these normal sprinters have overseas but um it seems to to work for her um she can just phase all of that out and just get the job done yeah because one of the things i noticed and i think the first time i interviewed zoe is probably two and a half odd years ago and i asked through the media manager could i have a chat and he says oh she's not big on doing media and that sort of thing but we broke through and we, and we had a chat and just I've just sort of noticed when I interviewed her last week just how much more comfortable she is in that realm. Do you think that's a practice thing or is it an assumed responsibility? You know, she she now wears that role model hat and um, she's she's more delighted for athletics in New Zealand than she is for herself. And I speak I think that speaks volumes of her. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think she's she's definitely grown up in the last few years. Um, and knows that this is this is part of sport as well. Um, you know, you have to to deal with people in, in different ways, and and but also to know that there is time for her to 
you know, focus and, and she doesn't allow um, those outside influences to get in and, and disrupt her pr um, preparation and things. So, yeah, she's very, very professional in that sense now too and um, she's got a good team of people helping her with that. So um, she's, yeah, she knows that it's it's all part of the game. How we've got the Sir Graham Douglas meet on Thursday night, which I cannot wait for. I, I went last year and I just absolutely loved it. How how far in advance do you ha do you have a like a loose schedule for the year and then dial it down month by month? How do you go about building her her training competing program? Um, generally during the uh, the competition season, I work sort of week by week because um, anything can pop up. Um, in terms of competition, especially the European season where um, you have meet promoters, you know, ringing up her uh, her comp manager and just saying, we want her at this sort of meet. Um, even last year with the Paris Diamond League, we we didn't plan on going to that, but you get an invitation to like those sorts of things. You don't say no. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you have to be able to shift pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, generally we, I mean, we've got her, her European plan pretty much um, mapped out now, definitely in pencil, but um it's yeah i mean there's so many meets in europe you can kind of do that and if you don't get into something or something changes you you've got plenty of time to adjust and and again um, her comp manager overseas is is dialing into those and connecting with the right people sort of as we speak and i'd imagine now she's the fastest woman in the world this this calendar year um she'll be in demand now um she's probably not used to saying no if she gets invites but she might have to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and which makes things so much easier. There's definitely some high-level events she wants to get into, and, and when you've got a, a 10 in front of your, your PB now, it's, it definitely makes things a lot easier, and, and you actually end up having people chasing you rather than you chasing them to get into these um, events, and, and they will have to, you know, um, get out the checkbook, hopefully, to, to get her into there. When you watch her race as her coach, um, you probably watch it live like we all do and just delighted. Do you go back and watch it in super slow-mo or anything like that and really do some analysis? How, how do you do your post-race um, analysing of her event? Yeah, um, yeah. every race we sort of have a little debrief, and, I mean, she loves that side of things too. So I do, um, you know, we go back and we, we count the number of steps she takes and, and try and break up some splits um, if, there's, if the track's... Um, got 10 meter marks and stuff we really break it down and um, we're lucky enough now some of those top level meets they do capture those sorts of things for us with um, like uh, trackers inside their bibs and stuff like that so we can get some pretty precise numbers but um, yeah it's but I think first and foremost you've got to and um, literally take it all in and enjoy the moment first before you sort of sit down and usually Monday morning we go through it all um, you know you've got to You've got to enjoy the moment as well, um, without sort of getting too involved with the the small intricacies of it all. And last question comes through a text message from Josh, just saying, um, and it's an analytical question, but I, I'm here for it. Uh, what is <laughs> what is her strongest? I'm trying to paraphrase what he said. What is her strongest part of the race? Like, is it her is it her opening twenty meters? Is it her closing twenty meters? Where has she got it over her competition? Um, her start has always been very good, um, and even to the point where her first 50 last year was was very world class. Like she was, she was there and thereabouts with the top three in the world. But we just couldn't really hang on to that. 
Um, so this year we've worked on improving things like her stride length and, and that real closing speed um, and, and looking at some of the splits and things like that from nationals. Um, we've, we've definitely, that's where we've improved. Um, you know, she's, she's right up there with the, the best in the world to 60 and now this, the 10 metre splits are, are there and, and we can definitely improve even more if we can hold on to that. Um, for a, another sort of 10, 20 metres, then, you know, she's looking to be in the in the 1080s for sure. We've been listening to James Mortimer, sprint coach of uh, Zoe Hobbs, amongst others. Um, hopefully I'll see you out at the track on Tuesday night. James, uh, great chatting to you today. No worries. Look forward to catching up. Cheers, mate. There is James Mortimer, sprint coach to the stars, a uh, big part of uh, Zoe Hobbs' success. We're staying track and field. We're going shot putting after the break. Uh, Maddie Wishy will be joining us ahead of the Sir Graham Douglas.